it's obviously going to be difficult to be Shishkin, but I, I think if somebody is, it's going to be Braun, to be honest. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Understarters Orders podcast. Andy Cummins coming to you live tonight. Uh, no special guests, unfortunately. Um, we did try to line up Chris back with popular demand, but he found his passport and is in pastures now. I believe he's in Greece this week. Um, and Steve is off with his family uh, somewhere in the Mediterranean as well. So we are left with one of the proud owners of Keondana, who was unfortunately a non-runner tonight, and I think he'd have won. Juan Mel Beginners Chase. Deck, how are you tonight? How's it going, bud? Uh, good. How's things? Yeah, look, um, the race did look wide open, but having watched it now, I'm kind of glad we didn't turn up because what do you do when that winner goes off like that? You know, and, <laughs> and the loose horse really lit him up and he just didn't come back, so carnage i don't know what i'd have done if if i was keith you know so um it's probably best we didn't run because it was just a mess of a race and, keith, uh, keith can rest easy tonight that's good <laughs> i'd say he was delighted yeah <laughs> thank jesus and a lucky he's a minor setback nothing nothing to worry about um but it's not worth risking him you know and as far as we, we there's there's more days in him He's young, we've loads of time, so there's no point um you know asking him to run when he's he's had a bit of a knock, but not not yeah, exactly. serious. Exactly. Um we are absolutely good, Paddy and Brown Bear, for the comment. Thank you. Uh, how are you? Um obviously uh don't be afraid, guys, to comment tonight. I'll be trying to reply and show as many as we can. We've an action packed show tonight. Um the great St. Wilfred is the dandy nap race this week, and we're going to disgrace ourselves like we do every other week and pick uh, some minus fours for you guys. Um, we've yeah, got, who was St. Wilfred, and, and why is he great? I'll look up that while you're giving your awful minus fours. <laughs> but I'm, sure, I'm not sure. He must have been a good guy around ripping. The, a great guy. Saint. He's not a saint. Guy, a yeah, he, he was saint status, so he must have done something good around yeah, ripping. Yeah. Uh, created the undulations there, maybe. I don't know. Where, where is ripping? York, is it? Yeah. Apparently a very nice track, or a nice area anyway. I don't know, but the, the track's a bit, you know, a bit quirky, isn't it? Well, quirky in British terms. <laughs> it's quirky in British terms. Race at Ripon, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we've we two group races from Newby. We're covering it, the Hungerford Stakes and the Jeffrey Frere. And then we got some proper racing in Ireland, two group twos, the debutant stakes, uh, Henry Longfellow in that, and the uh, futurity stakes for the Phillies, which is definitely a lot more wide open. Uh, we'll touch on some Sunday racing at the Curragh as well. We have a ledger trial there, um, and we do have the group one pre-morning from Duville. So quite a lot of racing. Deck, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I wasn't I wasn't going to, but was there anything that caught your eye last weekend or uh, Phoenix stakes or anything like that, but, uh, but Canero Fuerte? Four late like, winner to Phoenix oh, yeah. Stakes, or did you see you were you were out and about? You're at a wedding, weren't you? So that's probably not no, fair. No, where was it last week? The wedding this weekend. Oh, the wedding this um, weekend. Okay, two day wedding this weekend. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know where I was last weekend. I think I took it easy. I was in work on Saturday, mm. and then um, don't know what I did. Sunday. No, I I didn't see much race. Then you were at the Coro, were you? Yeah, I went on. Um, I went on Saturday. It got a great crowd. Now the bookmaker sponsored the gate. Which was brilliant. Um, however, I don't think it attracted a punting crowd. It actually attracted a real nice family crowd. Like there was kids everywhere, yeah. uh, playground, uh, real comfortable. It was actually a real like it was a lovely crowd. Um, and maybe free in or you know, cheapest chips in for the curries the way forward, because there was actually an atmosphere which was nice. Like the curries usually is dead as a dodo. Um, 
and, and maybe that's the way forward because it, the Curra is just, it's too, the racing's too good for it to not be appreciated, but it's, I don't know, it just doesn't do itself many favours and we've been over this a lot. Yeah. So. Well, I suppose that their owners have enough money, the Curra's yeah. owners. There's no incentive to really push it either. Like they're gonna, they get. There's government grants. There's the TV money. There's the great racing. You know, like there's the you get, even get the money. There, there is like there is. There probably needs to be a bit more of an incentive there. But yeah, know. look, I, I had. It's it, it's a great racetrack, but mm. I just don't like watching racing at the core. Um, I and I never have, and it's cold and windy, and it's very difficult to see anything. Like you know, when they start on the round course, they're too far away. You can't see them. <laughs> Run the motorway, basically, at the two mile start. Then, yeah, then, you know, and and the round car or the straight course, which isn't really a straight course, yeah. like it's a dog leg. The the mile start or would you go past five? Probably, definitely yeah. go past six. It's, it's a dog yeah. leg. You can't even see the stalls. Mm. Um, it's just not one of my favorite tracks to watch racing at. Even though the racing is always high quality. Yeah. Um, it's not somewhere I'm busting my balls to go to every time mm. it's on, and I'd go racing as, as much as possible, like you know. So, mm. I don't know what you do with the curry. Um, I, I really don't know what you do. do. Do you follow the British style and put more of a party element on? I don't think they need to like the racing's great I'm always happy to endure it for the racing because you you, it, you very rarely get a bad card at the Curra yeah so, exactly. but you, you know, don't but, see loads yeah. of racing there it's more the preliminaries you, you, the prelims are brilliant yeah they, they did yeah. know I know they they have to extend the parade ring and it, it's it's caused problems but like the pre-parade ring to the parade ring like I don't think they meant it but it is it is brilliant. You can do that, but about very quick. You can watch them get down to the start very easy, yeah. and that's about it. Um, you know, a lot of time when you go racing, though, I suppose that is what you're going to see, and and that's what you see live at the track that you don't see on the telly, and that that is the difference. Like you, you spot something when you're there that you can't see on the telly, um, but it's just I, I like I'm in the court now. Like I'm. I'm on the next road. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It, it, it's it's not that difficult for me to get there. It's just I never have an urge to go. I'm really, yeah. really don't. And I I just don't know what you do with the place to um, you know, to attract. I could even get the train there. Like I I could go and have yeah. a few things, and you know, <laughs> I have a train station. Very off. easy to get a drink there as well. Actually, that was that's because that's nobody fucking there. <laughs> Everyone was underage on yeah. Saturday. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you're I in just... trouble. If you were looking for a 99, now you would have missed a race. Yeah, I yeah. swear to God, I'm actually not joking about that. You would have missed a race if you were looking for an ice cream because the weather was actually all right. But um, like, um, it barred a fit and actually rained for like heavily for like two or three minutes just after the Phoenix Stakes ended. But other than that, was fine. Mm. Um, yeah, ice cream was flown. Uh, Richard Hogan, he said, asking, was there a good atmosphere? Uh, yes, there was. Um, yeah. So he was also move. saying, I, I missed out on Dooley's fish and chips tonight at Tremor. Look, we, we, we'll get there. We'll be back. We'll be back. Um, all right. Well, do you want to kick on then? I did think back in Aeroport, it was brilliant for the record. I thought it was a really, really polished performance. It was a bit, a bit of a pity, unquestionable. Um, he actually did a minding on it, um, so minding in the Irish 1000 guineas, uh, smacked her head and essentially concussed herself in the Irish 1000 guineas. Uh, unque unquestionable actually did the same thing, um, which was the reason he ran so badly. He's actually on the easy list now. 
Um, but a four-length win, I don't think there was any fluke about it. Uh, Puerto Fortuna, I think, ran a race in second. Uh, you can maybe argue the filly didn't have anything to bring her into the race on the stand side, but look, she was beat by four lengths. It wouldn't have mattered. I think second was the best she was getting. Um, yeah, very, very good Colt. And I think the two-year-olds are quite good. And for the first time in, I don't know how many years, the Coventry Stakes is looking like a really good race, um, which yeah. is which is good too. Um, are the two-year-olds quite good or is, is Aiden's crop looking good because there's little elsewhere like mm. he said this not... last year too mm, around he? this time last year when you had little big bear and we yeah. had um you know victoria road was starting to get rolling and um he had there was there was definitely a lot more um i'm just going absolutely blank now but um he had some very good fillies as well i'm, I'm pretty sure um but yeah i am i'm going quite blank but he had some serious two-year-olds at this stage last year too august road was starting to like he, he came on the scene and yeah, there there was some, some very very. Uh, is impressive. there little else around though? Is are Aiden's that good artist? Like where's the dolphins? Like they're all gelded. Well, yeah, exactly. They're they're paying a million quid for yearlings and gelding yeah. them before they. Like, that what, is, what is going on there? I, I know they? there can be like there can be medical issues with especially with yearlings, two year olds. There can't be that many, but, but like you know, to gel the horse that expensive, either they've been very unlucky and a, a lot of them have gotten sick. And you can maybe make an argument the yard form, maybe there is a bug, maybe there's something seriously wrong there. Um, I don't know. But if you're gelding horses, like there's two there was one for a million that made its debut there a week ago, and there was one I think for five hundred and fifty thousand. And no one ain't ever could have actually been little big bears, brother. Um, because he I know he made a similar price of book one last year. If you're gelding them, they must have been borderline unrideable. Um, like there's I, you know, they, they can't been... all be that bad, Andy. Now, I don't really mind it because they're becoming racehorses, then, and yeah, I'd prefer to see racehorses than stallions. Whereas, like, we discussed this last week or the week before, mm. you know, with Kilmore, it's it's their stallions before the business, the racehorses, like, yeah. you know, it's Aiden every time he talks is selling a stallion, and you know, we talked about what how how well or how aggressively Paddington has been campaign and that's probably because he's a racehorse they haven't really been trying to sell him so but it's so strange i find there's a there's a lot of them that are being gelded very mm. very early um like even master of the seas was gelded wasn't he like they've yeah he was very well bred too yeah you know i, I think it's it's strange i'm not complaining because mm. i like i prefer racehorses but it's just it's odd it's odd, and mm. they don't seem to have an awful lot around. And I'm just asking the question: Are Aiden's crop good, or is is there just not any good animals around? Is yeah, well, like race and time will tell. So let's let's hope that they, um, you know, a few more do come out. Um, last thing I will say about the current, and I know you, you were talking about Aiden making his horse, or like Kilmore tending to make stallions before they've even ran. They made a big, big, big deal of Diego Velasquez winning that maiden. Everyone was there. Everyone was getting in the pictures. Um, yeah. like they, they, made, they did their utmost to make that feel very, very special. And he was as green as anything uh, off the bridle after two furlongs. But he, oh, he was, there was no, no two words about it. He was very impressive. Uh, hit the line really strong. Um, and yeah, it's interesting to see where he goes next. I wouldn't be in a hurry to back him next time out, especially if they have to step up into a group race because uh, he was just so green and look the the obvious next step for him is probably the group two at leopardstown and irish champions weekend 
um, the race won by August Rodan last the year. Juvenile, the juvenile, champion. yeah, the champion juvenile. I could see him. He could struggle with the early gallop if he. Now he obviously he's entitled to learn, but I, I would, I'd have my reservations about backing him in a race like that because that could be. Um, I think he needs. Uh, Aiden did talk about a winner's race for him. Uh, going with a penalty somewhere. There's very few of them in Ireland. He might have to go to England for one of them, but I, I could, I wouldn't be surprised if he did go to England for for a race like that. I know there's one at Ascot in three weeks' time, I think, and then there's one, I think, Ascot anyway. Um, there's there's usually there's plenty around. Uh, Aiden will find something for him, or even maybe a listed race in France or something. But he need he probably needs a another stepping stone before you know hitting a, a Group Two or a Group One. Um, maybe the race in Post Trophy at Donny or the Vernon Futurity, uh, the blacklisted Vernon Futurity. Um, I don't know how we call that any for any longer after the uh oh, allegations yeah. of the from the CEO, but um that would probably be his likely target for the end of the season if he is mature enough. Uh, with City of Troy taking the probably the Dewhurst and Lagadere. But without further ado, Deck will we'll move on. Unless there's anything else you want to add for the weekend? No, 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 no. Happy days. Well, we'll start with the with the dandy nap, as we said. Um, I know a good few of us, including us two, are on, on, on Twitter in this competition. And I'm starting to struggle. I was doing okay. I was I was around I was just about on profit. I don't think I am after the after the uh the couple of raises at Newmarket um over the last, last few weeks. So I think we've got this St. Wilfred, and I think there's like three or four races at York uh, coming up. So it's gonna be tough, but uh, this is a very, very competitive heat, and it's the ever-lovable Summer Gand at the top of the market, which I cannot believe. Like he's as exposed as a streaker at this stage, but he he does tend to win a a big handicap at least once a year. Um, look, what a horse to own! <laughs> Absolute legend of the game at this stage. Um, five to one, I would look. You'd have to automatically look elsewhere. It's not because I don't like the horse, but nine-year-old rated ninety-seven. He's not hiding anything these days. Um, encouraging run for sure. I believe it was the Stewart's Cup. Um, I know he's withdrawn. He got he got withdrawn in the Stewart's Cup, didn't he? Uh, he was behind the Stewart's Cup winner at York last time out, and it was a good run. Alabama Gold. Um, look, that that habit of around the stalls, though. He, he got upset at Goodwood. Um, he's been getting slower and slower out of the gates. He might just be getting a little bit too clever these days, and I'd be happy to look elsewhere. Five to one, uh, deck. Field of twenty. The draw can be important here. Um, but who, who do you fancy? Um, look, I, I was looking at Dream for Gold. Um, mm. he stepped up and shipped for his last two runs, and he was looking at winner and waiting. But gone up five pound. Um, for the second, the last day. I think that. Am I right there? He definitely has gone up five pound. This, uh, yeah, I believe so. For a um, second, like, I think that's quite harsh. Up six overall for the two mm. seconds. Um, and that's just torn me off. Um, there, there, obviously, me, two selections in the dandy nap. For some will be <laughs> 12 night. Um, he, he hasn't been beat far in his last two runs here. Um, and it, the, the two runs have been off this mark. Um, he also won here off 82 in May on soft ground. He was a half a length off Bay Briz. Um here who's up two pounds so i'd expect him to reverse the form i think he's a great chance mm. um and hyper focus good old hyper focus yeah you know another veteran of the game at this stage ex yeah, i think plenty of miles on the clock but um 
like still he, he's won here at all five furlongs um, off this mark 93 that was only in April he ran well on um, he's ran well in some competitive races since and back he's got back down to that mark of 93 he's also a course and distance winner so um, a lot of them have it's it's going to be soft isn't it or it's going to be the softer side of good you'd yeah, like uh, there is rain, I think, in the forecast. It, it's currently good ground as of right now, but like you, you know yourself, with ground updates like you just there's now there's a Twitter space war now over ground updates, isn't there? So every Saturday morning, so yeah, it's foxy, yeah, it like it is fucking yeah. Foxy, do you know what I mean? Or not? They're lying, like do you know what I mean? Some of the tracks here lie as well, but it's mm. oh, we're terrible over here for. Yeah, sure. Sure, we won't even give you the proper distance. Like, yeah, out. It's about two and a half miles. There, <laughs> there, out. Oh, could be fucking three. Yeah. Run or fuck off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, now look, the Kerry tracks are notorious for mm. it, and um, like even when we went down to run there, uh, like uh, I don't know what it was. It it seemed to be good all week. We needed good in the description, and suddenly without any rain on Friday morning or Thursday morning when we went down. Yelling oh, that sneaked into the description. Like, you know what I, mean? <laughs> I don't know whether that was to tempt Willie to run his horses because you've got a few entries that day, but like, yeah, the, the Kerry checks are, are notorious for giving. Like, a lot of times it could be heavy and they'd be like, Yeah, it's good. It's, <laughs> That'll good. Do. it's great. <laughs> it's great to good. Uh, look, they'd be my two darts in this. I tell you where I am in this competition, it's fucking all or nothing for me now. Um, <laughs> these are two win bets, none of this fucking each way. I'm either getting minus four or I'm getting. Double the price the year and get yeah. myself back into that. And all I need is a run at you know two big prices. You're back at the table. And all of a sudden mm. you're in the mixer, like you know, become squeaky bum time. Lads at the top of the table start getting nervous. You know, I ain't calling <laughs> my favourites all the time, and I'd be banging and throwing in. everyone forward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd be banging in two two points on a thirty three to one shot. Um, yeah, look, they'd be my two darts here. Not a race I would ever look at now on on. Only for I have to. Only for you have to. Okay. Uh, the two I'll be taking, um, I'm going to go with another a three-year-old coming out of stall one, and I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. I'd have rather a high number, but it is what it is. I think the, the horse with the best chance is probably, in my opinion, Lakota Blue um, in and around. Uh, do I have him? In, I should have him in the ticker. Uh, yeah, eight to one. Um, the horse is not on the ticker here. And yeah, I know, I know. I have one on not on the ticker now in a sec, but I do like Lakota Blue, uh, course and distance winner, um, at the start of the season, um, on soft ground. Now he is four, or sorry, he's five pounds higher, um, but I thought his run at Goodwood behind JM Jungle was really, really good, um, which was over five furlongs. He was closing towards the line that he was just taking off his feet a little bit early, um. It was quite interesting. It it quite it, it almost looked like that they they were going back to five, and um, because obviously it just looked like that he had um that he was blessed with a ton of speed. But he showed kind of that he stayed the trip well, um, and all his wins I believe are over six as well. But um, I, I just thought you know the course and distance form the second behind Jam Jungle was is decent form. I like the three year old sprinters as a bunch. Um, I know it's probably more for kind of the higher level races you know you had your um we had the Archie Watson horse winning the King stand and we uh, obviously the Judy Camacho Shaquille uh, winning the July Cup the three-year-olds do just look on top um so 
I would be happy to take Lakota Blue. I thought he's had decent enough handicap form this season. Stall one, slight worry, uh, but look, hope Faye McManaman uh, can work a magic. Um, and then the other one for me, if I try to find it now, I, th- I believe it was Brazen Bolt. After actually after losing, like I was struggling to find another one. Um, and the, like I will only be back in Lakota Blue. Um, oh my god, I've actually I'm having a mare here. I believe it was it was Brazen Bolt, uh, sixteen to one shot, uh, from stall eleven. Um, I just taught the seven furlongs. I think he's a faster horse now. He's he's older now. He's a six year old. He's won over seven in the past, but it does look like he is a, a sprinter these days. And sometimes when horses get older, uh, Highfield Princess being the case in point, um, they can just get faster as they get older. And he does look like a sprinter these days. Um, two runs ago off a decent break, he was only beating a neck off 84. Um, and he was actually kind of away from the action that day. And he was probably very unlucky not to win. And then it just... It looked like seven furlongs and soft ground was too much for him at Donny. Um, he rent really, really. He was going really well. I think he led at, at like the furlong post and just, you know, faded. Um, I think this strongly run six furlongs is going to suit him, um, especially on the back of this penultimate run. So they'll be the two win bets for me: Brazen Bolt and uh, Lakota Blue, and that will probably be a, a lovely little minus four by um. By 20 past three on Saturday, assuming that they all go into the stalls on time. So, looking forward to that. They won't, do they? Like, is there something, <laughs> is something being reshot or something? Off in time? Like, well, why can't they just get them down there earlier? If it takes us any amount of time below, like we know by now, like Newmark is the worst for it. They're going off nearly five minutes late. Like, I mean, just they're only going down to the start at the off time. Yeah, like, I mean, just get them fucking. I down think they there. do it on purpose at Newmark. I mean, <laughs> anyway. We have to go the length of the track as well. Like, it's. Fucking stupid. Anyway, anyway, did you find I'm, out why who who Saint Wilfred is and why he's great? I actually didn't, but I I will do it for you someone, now. Someone like, might put it in the comments. Yeah, someone if someone can find in in the comments there if you're if you're listening live to uh who who uh great Saint Wilfred was, um, yeah. I'm, as we just get get up the Jeffrey Freer mile and a half ten to two at Newbury on Saturday. As I get up the my. Laptop is not playing ball at me here. Apologies. Pearls and Rubies is in the debutant or futurity a little bit later. Uh, Kamari, 11 to 4 favorite here. And um, look, this is actually quite a competitive group tree. It's it's very much kind of bangs of purgatory. Um, like there's you know, there's no absolute world beaters in here, but for to be honest, as far as group trees go, it's not a bad old bet. And he, um, Arrest, who's probably been quite disappointing, it's fair to say, since winning the Chester Baz. Maybe he just needs a bog. I don't like pigeonholing horses uh, ground-wise, especially three-year-olds, um, because we just don't know enough about them. But, I, look, it is kind of looking damning on his form now that he does want uh, cutting the ground. Uh, Klondike, Galileo, uh, Colt in there for William Haggis. Um decent form uh, it's hard to kind of get a grasp on him because they kind of walked in the Bahrain trophy so he does kind of fall into the could be anything status uh, he ran really well behind Gregory um, at Goodwood who won the Queen's Vaz followed up in the Queen's Vaz so that's strong form if you do like the three-year-olds 
Um, but Kamari is the highest on ratings with Jack Darcy and Shandos, uh, who's coming back from a long, long layoff. Uh, son of Golden Horn, six-year-old. Deck, where are you going here? This is um, you could definitely take. There's multiple angles you could take into this race, and as I said, pretty good betting heat for a group three. Yeah, no, it is. I'm not sure. A lot of these are strong stayers now. Um, and Kamari did he, he won a listed race um at Newmarket in July. I don't think he's always stayed that well. I know he won that um, what's that that mile five or the mile six Royal Ascot race for three year olds. Queen's Vaz. The Queen's Vaz, yeah. Mm. I, I know he won that, but I'm not sure he is the strongest there in the world. Uh, Arrest is another one. Like he was well beaten the Derby again. I'm not sure he's crying out for now. It in centre it is a Group Three. Mm. You know they could be entitled to get it at this level, but. You know, above this, I, I don't think they're, they're great there. Shandos, you said, has been off a long time, November 21. Um, very difficult to, to really know. Jack Darcy was, was outstayed by Hamish Shaq Goodwood, or probably just beaten by a better horse. But again, mm-hmm. I'm not sure he's to stay. Um, enemy who we know stays further, he just hasn't shown that much in, in Lesser in level, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you know, he, he just hasn't shown. But it hasn't shown enough for me to be honest. Um, Ching Shi is that how you pronounce that? Ching Shi, I think out, out of Madame Chang, I, I was a big fan of her. She won the Musadora as a three year old. Yeah, um, really, really nice, really, really good. Quite an underrated mare, actually. I, I she won the Musadora and I think she won the Fiddies and Mares, um, in bottomless ground at, at Ascot the, on the, the champion swimmers day in October. She was a very good mare. Um, yeah, look. She, she's a bit defined with Louisa uh, Cassati, who I don't think is good enough to win this. The one I like is Klondike. Um, mm. He's ran three times. I think he looks like he's going to enjoy the step-up and trip. Um, he's a fart in the group three the last day. That was over one mile, five, four longs. Like, Turned into a sprint as well. Yeah, but to me, he looks... I just think he could outstay a lot of days, you know... Um, and he's entitled to improve. He's very lightly raced, you know. Or mm. I, I think there's there's just more holes to be picked than the rest of them. To be honest. Yeah. Um, and and I like him. What price he? Um, seven to two. Seven to there, two. Man. Yeah. Look, I, I just think he, he could be the strongest stayer mm. here, and you know he, he's the least exposed. Uh, he could be the safest option. You know, yeah. so there's the least amount of holes to pick in him. He's only run three times. Yeah, it's very interesting, actually. Um, Kamari, I'm actually just looking at it here now. Kamari, um, the favourite, and Klondike are actually half brothers. They're both out of Kura, pivotal right. mare. So there you go. Uh, very interesting. I wonder if they'll notice each other on the edge of the track. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. Uh, no chance. But sorry, go on. No, no, I was going to say something stupid. <laughs> Uh, Klondike's still an end tire, so he has that over Kamari anyway. So he needs to start winning so he can keep them though. Um, the big, yeah, look that the he is the joker in the pack, uh, Klondike for sure. Um, he definitely needs to improve on what he's shown, but look, he was a good winner at Newbury on his debut. Um, it did look like on the soft ground, he was a little bit green, but he, it did look like he needed every yard. Um, it was a mile and three that day. There's look, there's no shame in finishing second to Gregory at Goodwood. I don't think the Queen's Vaz, as you were said, I don't think it was the greatest race, um, in the world. But you know, he, he hasn't like knocked the form in any sense. 
And then that Bahrain trophy, you can just take that and throw it in the bin because that was basically a two furlong sprint. Um, and he, in fairness, in the circumstances, like he was probably the worst positioned horse in that race, and he, he's ran okay. Um, it's, if anything, he's actually shown that he has a turn of foot. So he is definitely the most unexposed horse in the field. Uh, we'd need a lot of rain for a rest to be interesting. Um, Queen's Faz form is okay, Adelaide River. Um, obviously, whatever you think about the Irish Derby, but he, he backed up, backed it up in the Grand Prix to Paris next time out, I think finishing second. Um, Ching Shi probably going to be a little bit short at this level. Uh, Luisa Cassati, as you said. Um, you Look, I don't think what she's shown in her last two runs is probably good enough. Um, the win at Goodwood was okay. Uh, time lock has kind of knocked the living daylights out of that form though um and yeah look she i think 104 is about the best you can kind of hope for with her and um, which won't be good enough to win this um and then yeah shando's god knows what he's going to show Um, probably should have shown him a hurdle at this stage by being by golden horn um and then kamari uh really really uh Look, I don't think that was the strongest race he won at New uh, Newmarket last time out when he ran down Outbox. Uh, New London ran no sort of race. Al-Azi was tailed off that day and has uh, kind of turned inside out ever since. But look, that form is really is, is quite difficult to trust because the protagonist did not run the races. Uh, Jack Darcy could probably go out in front again here. Uh, that's probably his, like, his best likely chance at winning. Um, he got a complete another freebie at Goodwood, but was still picked up very easily by Hamish. And I think a similar story awaits here. An enemy, in my opinion, uh, he's a good staying handicapper, but uh, stepping up to a group three and coming back to 12 furlongs just isn't going to sue him at all. Um, so, yeah, it would be Klondike process of elimination, really. Um, so, yeah, we'd be in agreement there. But, it, again, not a bad betting race for a group three, and I thought it was definitely worth, worth including here. Um yeah, but moving on, um, are you ready to get angry, Deck? Ah, uh, seven furlong yoke, is it? Yeah, here we go. But no, it's even worse. Oh, oh yeah, seven yeah. Furlongs, but look, look, look who's heading the market. Head of the market. Look who's heading the market. Um, look, this lad is going to be in Bangalore in no time, uh, covering mares. Um, and we're just not going to get the same at, at 10 furlongs, are we? Uh, Chinda, 11 to 4 favourite. Bang in my head. Like, who got, like, I, I'm actually sick of saying every time he runs, I can understand that at a mile. He's a group two horse at a mile. That's fine. But what in God's name? Look, and he might win this. He might go and win the Hungerford Stakes. Fair play to him if he does. But there's not one person, I believe, that isn't connected to this. That Unless you're connected to the horse, there's no one in this on this earth that thinks Chinda is a seven furlong horse. There, there can't, there's it, can't be. We're saying it two years. Is a yeah. mile, like the absolutely crying out for this. Day. And they're coming back. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like, the trainers can be pig-headed. Um, and they can just get something into their head and there's absolutely no mm. problem. Like, and there's many, many cases. And it's not even, even the, the you know, the best of trainers can be quite pig-headed. And we yeah. all can at times, like, you know. And right. sometimes we, we pigeonhole horses. But for fuck's sake. Like, the last. The whole world can see this. The last time he won over seven furlongs was the 2021 Greenham Stakes Guineas Trial. So the very, very start of the 2021 season, and he got up on the line, needed every single inch of that seven furlongs. He's never won over seven furlongs since. He's won plenty over a mile. 
he's a brilliant horse, but yeah, look, seven, 11 to four, you, you have to take him on. Um, he's just not going to be fast enough, in my opinion. Um, look, this isn't the strongest race in the world, but look, Chinda isn't a seven. I don't think he has the seven furlong speed, personally, uh, as classy as he is. And, and Deck, I'd imagine you share a similar opinion, but who are you going with here? Yeah, like I, I think this is a tricky enough race. I think it's very competitive. And mm. I am finding it hard to narrow this one down. But I did discard Chinda. Um, I was just like, no, back to seven furlongs. Absolutely no way. Um, Jared, the exact same thoughts as you. We've been saying it on here for a couple of years since now. The podcast probably inception. since the guineas. <laughs> yeah, exa- yeah, probably since the no, well, yeah, probably since the even the greenham. Like he yeah. needed every inch of of that. Well, well like I think a couple room. of us definitely. I can't remember who. I, I think maybe me and Steve fancied him going into the guineas. But yeah, since then we've all been saying, and and it's become an unrunning joke now. Where it's just like it's every time he's turned up at a mile. Or like we we talked about the Irish champion stakes for him at one stage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he could have been, he could have been a nice price in that, and 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 I mean, knocking on the door to win him one. Like you know, they, they're never gonna know. He could have been a Group One horse at ten furlongs. Um, and they just never rolled the dice for him. So, oh, it, it really is a head scratcher. It's it's a strange one. Um, but like the, this race is, I think it's very very tricky. Um, and I'm not sure I would be brave enough to have a bet in it. Uh, Jumbie won a Group Three at Haydock in June. Um, second the next time out, uh, and that was a head in front of Togo, who you know did show. Himself again back at seven furlongs the last day. He's a really, really likable character, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, have sure a three year old is beat seven lengths in the James's Palace. Uh, I don't think he's dead the last day at Newmarket. He is interested in coming back here to, to seven. Mm. Um, Mar- Marban, he was three lengths off Kinross in the Lennox. It wasn't a bad run. Yeah, like, yeah, long way off. He was a like he was a long way off the pace as well. Um, he, yeah, he, he was given a lot to do. I thought. No, I, I I think he's he's very interesting. Like you know, the three one the three runs before that were at six four long. I think there mm. could be more to come from him here. Uh, he is one I I like. He be on my shortlist for the race. Neil Endeavor was um he was one and a half lengths ahead of Must Must the last day, um. He was second in the Britannia before that. He's one who's improving. Um, but I, I didn't put him on my short list. Uh, Mama's girl. Um, she's one I like here. Um, mm. she's struggling lately, but her last win came in the Nell Gwyn uh, over this trip. Yeah, I think she could definitely outrun her odds. Uh, back in trip, you know, she was staying on the last day of her six furlongs too. She's probably if I was to go for one. It would mm. probably be her. She would be, yeah. Look, yeah. She's probably the, she's the one I'm gonna put up. The other one I like is Witch Hunter. Um, yeah. he's holding his form quite well. Um, he won a, a Royal Ascot handicap of 103. Huge, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Another one who could definitely outrun his odds here. He could be a bit of value, but if I was to pick one, it'd probably be Mama's Girl. Um, yeah. I think she's very interesting back at seven four longs here. But yeah, I've been. It, a- Oh, sorry, one. No, keep no, going. Just, like you know, if you like Marman, it's it, it's you know, I, I I am really struggling. I do like Marman, mm. and and I think which hunter at a big price could be a good each way bet. Um, mm. but I I if I have to pick one, I'm not gonna do Chris, 
Right, so if they pick one, it'd probably be Mama's Girl. Yeah, I thought Mama's Girl looked um she wasn't at home last time out over six furlongs, but in my opinion, even though she was beaten three lengths, it was a return to form because she was doing her best work late. Yeah. And look, you're stepping up in class, you're going up against the Colts and Geldings, but she is back to her probably her optimum trip. Um and she is unexposed, uh, still very, very lightly raced. And yeah, I would I'd agree with you. I think she has a chance, but I think she'll finish second to Jumbie. Um, I I think this is like if you could build a seven furlong horse in the ground up, it is this lad. Like he's just like the most purgatory horse you could imagine. Uh, for but you think he's like very similar to Pogo in a way, and but yeah, I I just think they're like they are the seven furlong horses. Like you know, mm. it, it's like I said, it's like walking into you know these seven furlong race, like walking into a nightclub, and a couple of your uncles are in there, like, like <laughs> the, the boys, time. yeah, you know. But I just mm. think. Well, they, they win every now and again. You know, it's yeah. like they take turns winning. Sometimes you throw in a classier horse. And I think we could have a classier horse in here. You know, it was mm. a potential classic horse at one stage. Um, and I just, yeah. I See, I find it very hard to split Jumbi and Pogo. And they're just the, just the two bald uncles. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like they cross the line, right? I'll see you at York at the end of the week. Oh, yeah, go on. Yeah, the two bald uncles are there, but my yeah. killer cousins at the turn up. He's a bit younger, like you know. <laughs> it's literally a, um no, but Jumbie is is definitely my selection here. I believe he won the race last year. Um, I think he won the race last year anyway. Uh, beat the boy, yeah, he beat the boy poet. Um, probably a career best that day as well. He's ran well in in better races. Uh, Pogo, but like this, this is it as well. They start beating each other then because then you get to the end of the season. Um, in another group two at Newmarket, the the challenge stakes and Pogo goes and wins that. Um, yeah, it's, it's actually like your uncles at the end of the wedding punching the head off. <laughs> and it's a different winner every time. You know, could be a wedding or a funeral, doesn't matter. Mm. They're just punching the head off each other at the end of it. Yeah, but now uh, to keep it <laughs> to keep it simple, I think uh, Jumby be held nicely off the pace. Pogo is going to go off as he usually does. Um, if you're back in Chinda, that's your hope that that Pogo just does too much on the front end and Chinda is is closing late. But I think Chinda will be closing late. But I think Jumby will still have that better finishing kick. And it's very obvious Jumby is far more seven furlong horse than Chinda is. And they're probably the two best horses in the race. Uh, they're the two most talented horses in the race. Maybe not at seven furlongs um, in Chindit's case, but definitely in Jumbie's case. Um, and I very much fancy him to win this. Um, and anyone that fancies deck selection, Mama's Girl, she is definitely an each-way play. Um, maybe maybe a decent... She's around 12 to 1. 12 to 1, yeah. So um, she definitely needs to improve. Um, and it's a big step up in class. From well, like she was actually contesting group ones before her last run, so maybe, maybe it kind of depends. But she has taken yeah, on the Colts and Geldings the first time. What's that trial in here at Newbury, isn't it? It's at Newbury, isn't it? The Nell Gwynn, that the Nell, no, she won the Newmarket trial. Oh, she won the Newmarket yeah, trial. Um, trial. No, when the Fred Darling, I believe, is in Newbury. Oh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, what that's a group two. Well, you know, it's only for three, group three, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's for only for three year olds. But look, yeah. it's still a good, it was still a good run, and she was. Very impressive that day. She was as green as anything. She won uh, closed late. She was actually out of the back of the telly and she came flying. It was, it was actually very impressive. Uh, filled me into backing her for the 1,000 guineas, actually. Um, so she might come back and bite me here, but yeah. I'm happy to I go with... Like, it, there's different ways to look at these races. And like I've looked at it as in, you know, there's got to be a classier animal than these 
boys who turn up here all the time. Mm. But these boys who turn up all the time are battle hardened and they just very much so they drag you down to their level and beat you with experience. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, they're like, Roy, you're in my cage now, seven furlongs. We'll show you what it's all about. And you're the, the classier horses are, you know, they're either sprinters or moiters, and they just fucking mm. haven't got the experience for these boys who are turning up. I'm having a fight after every wedding, every <laughs> that's it. Literally, that's that's how it boils. That's what it boils down to. It's like it's like the new, you know, your your, your cousin's new boyfriend, isn't it? Who's turned up and he's fresh. He's fresh to the family, and he wants to, he wants to do shots at the bar with the uncles, and then they're getting into a scrap, and he's gone home. Oh my god, I don't know what's going on here. And next of all, he's in a headlock. The two uncles giving him a boot the hole. <laughs> seven furlongs are your dodgy uncles at the wedding yeah that, that's a, <laughs> an analogy you won't find in any other podcast uh, it's been a while since we heard that one uh moving on though um to the curra some serious racing here um as i try to find the betting we're gonna have an odds on favorite i think it's our only odds on favorite of the night henry longfellow and just going back actually because i need to google who henry longfellow was um saint wilfred was born in Northumbrian noble and he had a religious life as a teenager poor bastard although probably kept him alive uh, during the times of 633 to 709 he was the bishop of Northumbria um, and he must have been a pretty fucking good bishop if he still has no, he's a great bishop today uh, yeah. Great bishop. yeah the great bishop yeah the great St. Wilfred still has a name race named after him some what 14, 1500 years it was later the other bishop who was your bishop? One is it John Brace? Is it Roland Merrick? Oh, the Roland Merrick. Yeah, Roland Merrick. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, you love yeah. him. Dan Skelton has a picture of him over the mantelpiece. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was the that was it back then. Yeah, Henry Longfellow, who um, was used to, he's, he's retired from uh, being an American poet, and he now uh, has become a horse in his next life. The song of Hiawatha. I think Aidan O'Brien actually had a horse called Hiawatha last year. And this is these are the history lessons you get here on the Under Starters Orders podcast as well. We've everything. We've, we've, we have, we've I'm actually going to wedding the weekend, so uh, <laughs> I hope, I hope, I hope the Bride's mm. uncles are battling each other. Look here, it's fucking Jumbie and Pogo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So the American poet here, uh, son of minding by the Bowie. Um, and I was at the career when he made his uh, winning debut, uh, well on top of the line, beating Mythology, um, who had group raised form before that. I think he ran into railway stakes and ran quite a, he ran all right, went on to win a maiden at the Galway Festival. Um, and then, yeah, there was Master of the Hunt, who hasn't been seen since. And then there was the very well-backed uh, Ocean Conquest Um Mick O'Callaghan was in a suit that day as well, and Ocean Conquest could oh, only manage fourth. No. Um, no. I know, yeah, but he was in a suit because uh, Cairo, um, his his uh, filly won the Group Three Anglesey Stakes, which was the next race on the card, so that was probably the reason he was in a suit. Uh, but Henry Longfellow, uh, impressive on debut, and I look, I think this is an open and shut case when you when you peel it back. Uh, Spanish Flame has won his last two, um, including a race at Tipperary last time out when he beat Brayman. That form is just not stacking up, though. Chicago Fireball has been pretty disappointing. Uh, Brayman was quite poor at Tipperary, I thought, on his next start uh, over that course and distance. Uh, he already has Portland accounted for Spanish Flame, but he's not good enough either. Um, 
and look, two-year-olds improve at different rates, but I actually don't think Spanish Flame actually had to improve on his winning form to actually make it two from three uh, in his career. Uh, Islands in the stream possibly has a lot to learn. Uh, was very green and um, won down the middle of the track beating School of Law. It wasn't a bad effort in, in the circumstances. Um, but again, the form ties in. Portland only a length and a half behind. Uh, Portland by no means a world beater. Um, obviously a Galway Festival nursery winner last time out. Uh, but I think this is a penalty kick for the favourite. Unfortunately, I'm going to be have to be very boring here. Uh, Deck, what do you think? Um, no, I'd take him on probably because he'll be probably one the Oh, you have betting, do you? Eight, yeah, there's one one firm we're going eight to thirteen, and to be honest, I think that's value. I think right. he should be about two to five, one to three. Like I think he's gonna bolt up here. Uh, that was a strong maiden he won at the current as well, and I don't think that the others are accounting for much here oh, on the bear know. on what's available well on debut. He did win well. Um, mm. No, the second one at Galway, and then was um, second in the French group too. Look, yeah. he does have all the entries as well, but he does. Uh, I don't know. I would. Like to see more before, um, you know, I don't know, I don't know. Um, Islands in the stream, uh, he won a quarter maiden, um, the mm-hmm. second has, has failed to win, um, but Portland was toured and he won a handicap. Well, I think there's only four runners in the race, wasn't there? Yeah, and I think two of them were out with a handicap, <laughs> it was absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah, uh, Islands in the stream is unexposed though, it was only around once, yeah, um, you know, entitled to improve. Um, and Portland, as you said, was for the Spanish Flame in July. Look, Spanish Flame has won twice. Yeah. Um, it did beat Portland three lengths, giving him two pound. Mm. Um, he's won twice, only ran three times. I would give Spanish Flame a go here. What price? Are you? About nine to two, nine to two second in. Yeah, I'd give Spanish Flame a go. Um, He'll need to put his experience to good use. I have a feeling Portland's in for the pace here. Uh, he's he's down as eleven to two. I'd have him as a honestly a 12, 14 to one shot because he's held by Spanish Flame. He's held by Islands in the Stream, and on collateral form, he's well held by Henry Longfellow. Like I don't think he's really any no, chance there. I, I don't. I wouldn't fancy. Although I am using mm. them to you know as a case for for Spanish Flame. I, I mm. just think take Henry Longfellow out of it. Right. It does point to you know. I, I know Islands in the Stream is, is less exposed, but Spanish mm. Flame has won twice. I do like that. Um, Always good I was going to two-year-old, yeah. Yeah. I think it's pointing to Spanish Flame, and I I would love to be convinced on Saturday, but I'm not convinced yet by Henry Longfellow because I, I need to see more. Um, and he's coming here very, very short. He's not like you know. You, I don't. I definitely don't back God's on shots. Like you know, what mm. I mean, I think he's there may, might be a little bit of hype about him, and you know, I, I like taking on these high passes until they prove wrong. So, um, like the second was beaten in France. Yeah, but I think the horse that beaten Grey Man, I genuinely think he could be one of the best two year olds in France. Uh, wouldn't pass a cult. He's very very good, and they were. I think they were. I'll just check. I think they were well clear the third. Um, and look, mythology has contested a, a, a railway stakes. I think he won a decent maiden at Galway. Um, and Henry Longfellow just like he was only doing what he needed to do. I thought. Um, yeah. Well, look, I I stand by what I said earlier. I, I, I don't I'm do. Still, yeah, I'm Two still yet to be convinced by 
Aiden's two-year-olds, are they that good? Or are we just not seeing enough from the, the other breeding operations? You know, mm. uh, how is there nothing else out there? Are they above average? Or mm. is, do, do the rest of the competition have below average horses? Um, because there's, cut- there's nothing around. Like mm. even if, when, you know, when Ballydoyle have, a, you know, when, when they're probably, when the others have good two-year-olds, Aiden always has one or two that can compete, but we haven't really seen anything from the others. So I'm just wondering, is there nothing there? It's been dominant, Ari. Better than you are? It's been dominant, all right. And this yeah, is without fucking one... Galileo. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, <laughs> it was just not good for, for anyone. No, it's not. But are, are they that good or is there nothing out there? And if there's nothing out there and they're not as good as they're looking, mm. you know, the likes of Spanish Flame could be picking up these races. Mm. Because when Henry Longfellow was asked the question, it might turn out that actually the quality is not as good as we're led to believe. Mm. Um, it, it's it's more the fact that the, the the other big operations don't have anything that I, I'm questioning the likes of Henry Longfellow on the price. Now I'd love to be proved wrong. We all want to see superstars, like you know, what I mean, mm. if he absolutely bolts up. Turns out to be another what city of Troy, like you know, Troy. if they do have um, a vintage crop, it would be it would be great. Like we could do it, you know. We we could do stars. it really. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? We, you know, Godolphin had a vintage crop of middle distance horses a couple of years ago, up. but they fucking <laughs> I don't know. They stopped feeding them the feed they were on. I, I don't know what happened, but are they are Hurricane Lane? They're not the horses they were. Um, and I think you've got to be asking questions when that happens with them all, you know. It's um, yeah, it's been a spiral this year. Really. Where's Modge? Like, like she, she only had a minor knock and she missed Ascot, and you know, she hasn't been seen since. I know that's say Ben Soror, but yeah, it's, it's I, I know, like a lot of Applebee's are campaigned away from in Britain. states, in the states now, yeah, yeah. Like, well, we know drugs are legal in the states, so you know, what I mean, if, if I was doping, that's where I'd be sending my horses as well. Um, <laughs> Like so, I think sometimes questions have to be asked. Like, I mean, of course, drugs are in the sport, they're in every high profile sport, and um, there's no two ways about it. But oh, it would be great to see a vintage crop come along. Like, if Aiden, if, if this Ballydoyle crop are what they are, but I just don't believe they are. I just, I just think there's not enough around, and that's making them look better than they are. And we live in like the social media era we're living in now. Everything's fucking overhyped. Everything's you know I mean? uh, yeah, it's kind of scope, it? it's really annoying. Like, do you know what I mean? You have to absolutely hack up, like see you tried it at Newmarket, Newmarket yeah. and you have to be unbeaten. And you don't, it's fucking horse racing. You have to be yeah, the unbeaten thing is the biggest uh joys me fucking bananas, man. You, you know, like there that you can be beat. It's not about the group ones you lose, it's about the group mm. ones you win. Nobody gives a you shouldn't give a bollocks if a horse is beaten. You should fucking love it when they win, like you know. And it um, was the best part about see the stars and Paddington being beaten on their debuts, I suppose. Is that yeah. that thing is gone, like yeah, but they were they weren't cooked, like Zinstan mm. wasn't cooked on his debut, like do you know what I mean? And John Knox never had one ready. I think he debuted in a listed race. Oh no, he won a listed race, one or the other. He, he, he broke his mind in a listed race. I think. He, he um see the stars. I think he was beaten on debut and then won the Beresford. Did he go straight to the Beresford? No, Beresford was third start. I think he won a listed race. Right. But um, there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with 
not having a horse ready for his debut. And we have this. We like this is why Ireland are way ahead with jump horses. And and this is what Henrietta Knight meant about the bumper horses. British trainers are trying to win bumpers. You shouldn't be trying to win bumpers. They're for teaching your horse. They're for experience. Like there's nothing wrong with sending your horse to the race course on his first race, not ready. And I know it's not great for punters, but at the end of the day, there is a bigger picture. And it's about looking after the horse and keeping the horse going for a number of years. Like, you know, um, and, and that's what John Oxlund would see the stars, really. Like, you know, and that's why they, they don't have to be fucking trying to ruin an inch of their life for their debut. Like, do you know what I mean? They're, they're young animals. They're learning the game. Um. How do we get on to this? Where was I? Anyway, <laughs> We're not, back, uh, going back to Henry Longfellow. Um, yeah, going back to Henry Longfellow. All the way back. I still need to be convinced that this mm. crop is as good as it's looking right now. Um, because I just don't think the other operations have quality. Mm. Um, and that's making them look better than they are. And that's why I'd be keen to take them on at this price. And Spanish time has won twice. And look, Ireland's in the show. I, I don't... I don't think it's as straightforward as you say. Ireland's in the stream. He's round once, like, do you know what I mean? Mm. He's he's going to improve. Uh, and the form's not bad. They're yeah, I just well, mythology, just going back to mythology. Um you chat away, I'm just going to run yeah, Grand. Anyway, oh yeah. So going back to it, mythology was second in France, and it was six lengths back to the third. I thought that maiden at the Curra was very, like it was very strong. The first four pulled well clear. Henry Longfellow winning. Mythology, I don't think has done anything to really let down the form. Um, Master of the Hunt is a maiden winner waiting to happen whenever they decide to to go with that. Um, he is in at Ross Common in, um, on uh, next Tuesday. And he's actually entered in the Mill Reef Stakes at Newbury uh, Group 2 event. Um, early closer so they obviously think a bit of him and Ocean Conquest was quite well backed um, the fourth place horse uh, for Mick O'Callaghan um, he actually is in the Golden Fleece Stakes which is now the Champion Juveniles Group 2 uh, has a Vincent O'Brien uh, National Stakes entry as well so a lot of very very strong races there a lot of high high class entries uh, Deck I was just saying with Mythology um, in I France. was listening to you. Yeah, six lengths back to the third. So I, I think that that I, I don't think he's done it's anything this, to let uh, down Henry in France. Yeah, I don't think he's done anything to really let down the form at all. Um, and yeah, I think the winner could be very, very good. Could be a, a Lagardère type. Um, may well be one of the best horses in France. Um, so he is worth keeping an eye on. And that horse, um, just, just to mention again, is a grey man. So uh, son of Wooden Bassett, um, who, as I said, uh, quite quite impressive, and they were a long, long way clear um, in that French oh, group three. I have Alex on them for the Jean-Luc <laughs> There you go. Unless Henry Longfellow shows up, because I have a feeling he could end up there. City of Troy has his map planned. He's going to go to the National Stakes in the Dewhurst. I wouldn't be surprised if this lad goes here and then probably goes to the Lagardere. Um, or... Because mine did, did mine didn't go to America. I don't think she did. But uh, this lad could be a Breeders' Cup juvenile uh, turf horse as well. 
I think this might be a win and you're in for this for that race. That, so just an interesting question from yeah. Bernie. Um on Aiden win the winning the Beresford, and it's not one I think I know who uh, didn't high definition fucking get up. Whole, high definition came from the army barracks to win the Beresford. But they all slowed yeah. down. Yeah, but they went too fast. He just closed them. Yeah, Aiden's won yeah. the Beresford, Beresford with some good. Uh, he's won that race a stupid amount of times. Uh, Old Man River won it. Uh, I think the Battle of Marengo win it. I don't think he did. No, 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 because Battle of Marengo went to went to Leopardstown. Went to Leopardstown and won the yeah. Champions Juvenile. Aiden prefers the Champions Juvenile yeah. Leopardstown over the Beresford. I'd Beresford, say. yeah, the Beresford suffered because of the Champion Juvenile. Uh, to be honest with you, but um, you know, Aiden's won that race something like twenty or twenty-one <laughs> times, something ridiculous. <laughs> uh, it's not. I'm not messing. He, he literally that's a a piece of work. He just. Um, and that could be actually where Diego Velazquez goes because that will only have four runners, maybe about one to five, and he'll have a few stable mates to hold his hand, probably. Um, what day is the Berners for Dawn? It's not on. It's January. not till September. It's September twenty third or something. It's a Sunday. Uh, we're still a good bit away, but um, yeah, moving on. Um, so yeah, have whatever you like on Henry Longfellow. <laughs> no, I'm only messing. Um, but he is an interesting um proposition because City of Troy. He's gonna be the the horse that that's hot on everyone's tongues. But Henry Longfellow, if you are looking for a horse anti post, you know this lads by the Bowie. You know what Minding did. Um, Henry uh, City of Troy is by Justify, um, and I think he he's a full brother to Bert Nelly, who was very recently sold to Hong Kong. So um, and military style, who I think won the oh he won the Tyra Stakes at Leopardstown, but didn't do much as a three year old. Um, so just keep an eye on it. Henry Longfellow could be one maybe for next year. I'm not saying it by any means City of Troy is the finished article, but there's just on pedigree, Henry Longfellow is very, very obviously going to have a lot more improvement in him. Have you seen um, City of Troy in the flesh? Yeah, I have, because, yeah. Because like, one thing I'd always say is... He's a big... He's, he, yeah. he wasn't towering. Henry Longfellow, actually, funny enough, I've seen them both. Henry Longfellow isn't the biggest at all. Uh, real, real athletic though. Um, right. It looked very much like his, his L one actually looked very much, much like mining. Um, but yeah, I, I'd always be worried like when, when they're big fuckers, you know. Mm. Like I, I said this last year, little big bear, he nearly looked like a fucking five year old. Like, he was an absolute monster last year, and and that's my worry is, <laughs> are they peaked too soon? Are they going to train on? And they caught up with him. They do catch up with the big horses. Negatron yeah. was a big two-year-old. They caught up with him. Little Big Bear. You know, Little Big Bear was a big... Yeah, no, Native Trail... I'm just saying Native Trail was another one who was a yeah, big yeah. two-year-old. They, they catch up with them. Mm. You know, um, when Saxon Warrior won the Guineas, he was bigger than every other horse. You know, they say that's yeah. the last two-year-old race. He was definitely a three-year-old. Mm. Um, and, and that would be my worry with these horses as well like you know if they're it's like when you're playing football as a young fella like do you know what I mean yeah it's the, bigger the, and stronger the big pokers look class but we caught up with them like do you know what I mean looking mm. at one of them once you could reach them and uh, you you know there was better footballers around then it, it's the same thing with, with these horses so like but we throw hype on them now mm. uh, as well I, I just I was just wondering yeah, I just a little helped. sprinkle of hype yeah just a little dusting um, the funny yeah. thing about City of Troy is and I'll never forget I was watching him through my racing glasses or binoculars or whatever he hit the line so strong was Gallon back in second and 
I, I, I like to, especially in maidens, I like to just follow them to see what happens if they go through the line, how long they take to pull up. And it has been reported, I think, a few times now, but like this lad, you know the big white fence at the Curragh? Yeah. This bloke nearly ran through it. Like, the, he nearly, he had to literally, like, Ryan Moore, like, you could almost see him panicking. Like, he thought he was going to, like, not going to be able to pull up in time. And um, really? absolute, yeah, monster. See, you try. Uh, see, but you try. My, my worry would be he if he's if he's a big boy, mm. he might not he might not get much bigger. And, yeah. and next year they're gonna catch up with him. They might not catch up with him by the time the guineas comes around. But yeah. they will. They will get there eventually. Now, what I said was a few last year or two, I think last year I, I I think I sent you guys a text when I, I was nearly ducking for cover when I saw Little Big Bear. In comparison to the other two year olds, yeah, uh, he wasn't know, that I, I he wasn't that, that big yeah. now. He he wasn't that big now. Right. It's completely different build, but yeah. Um, and apologies, I gave you guys the wrong information there. Uh, Gurney corrected me there. Um, Aiden's only won the debutant, or sorry, the, the he's only won it twenty times, not not twenty one or twenty two. So apologies. For that. Look, I, I have to be honest as well. I I thought alarm bells were ringing when when little big bear missed the end of last season, and he was that big. Yeah, uh, I was questioning what he was fed, and now he's, he's uh, retired and, now. And the fact that he had to miss the end of the season is it an injury or is he going to be caught eating what he's eating <laughs> too much, enjoy, enjoying himself? Anyway, injected when he was being injected with. <laughs> you know, look, I, I always, well, I, I, they, they do get injured. They are fragile, but I always wonder when, when they're that good and they miss some time suddenly. Yeah, yeah, he was too big though. I think that was his yeah. issue, and that's why his his full brother was even bigger and only made half a million straight after he won the Phoenix Stakes. Um, I think it was it. I'm not sure. But you know what I'm saying? Like when there, he mm. was that big, he was unnaturally big, and then he missed time. Mm. Do you know? Do you know what I'm saying? You know I get you. Saying? I get you. I get you. Well, full of drugs is what I mean. <laughs> right onto the debutant stakes, named after Alpha Centauri. What a filly she was! Um, absolutely brilliant. So this this is far more wide open. We've got Pearls and Rubies at the top of the market and Snelling, the Chesham winner. Um, and that race, I think, has suffered ever since they, they changed the criteria that a little bit last year. Um, so, or a few years ago, where they let 10 furlong winning mares into the... You have to have a 10 furlong winner in your immediate pedigree. Uh, but it was used to be Sire only, but now it's Sire and Dam. And I think it's kind of dilute the race a little bit somehow. Uh, it hasn't been as strong in the last two or three years, but Snellen's in here. Uh, Gavin Cromwell rates her very highly. Uh, Pearls and Rubies. I look. I I don't know what her gig is. She. It looks like she could very well have been unbeaten, but she just keeps. I don't know what it is. Um, she won the race on her side against Snellen. Was very unlucky. They're very very closely matched. And then Kairu as well. Kairu just picked her up. Um, it looked like she was actually going to win as well, but she just found Kairu too good. But the, yeah, it, quite a, a neat looking race. Maybe not as, I don't know, maybe it's lacking a little bit of star power. It's too early to tell, but Dak, who do you like here? Yeah. Now, actually, just before I start, just on Gary Fitzpatrick's comment there, I do want to say, I mm -hmm. think Aiden is an absolute genius. Yeah, and he, he's as close to a horse whisperer as you'll ever get. And as you said before, Andy, the difference with Aiden is he doesn't just train the horse, he trains the mind of a horse. And he does talk about their minds a lot. But he does work for a really big breeding operation and it is a high profile sport and I'm not stupid enough to know that 
it's not involved. But if, if it ever did come out, I don't know if it's true, but it would be an awful shame. And I think a lot of the gloss would be taken off Aiden, which would be undeserved because I do think he is an absolute genius at what he does. Like, do you know what I mean? He's a, he's a freak of a man. Um, but the sport is probably, it, I don't think it's clean. Um, like every high profile sport, you know, when there's that much money involved, you find the edge, and that's just my opinion. But I do think Aiden is a is a genius. I don't know where everyone can see um Gary's comment. He just said I can't be saying that against Pioneer. Oh, yeah. Anyway, go on. Back to where uh, I, I see Andy hates when I talk about drugs. He's fucking. You'll, be, you'll get a cease and assist on us. That's fucking why. You will get a cease and assist if we're not careful. That's really why. <laughs> we might get if Kilmar here. We might get a fucking bullet in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Anyway, um, look, uh, Pearls and Rubies. She was ahead second to Snellen uh, at Ascot, Um she was since beat. Here over six and a half boy. Is that the Mick O'Callaghan or what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, Kyra, Kyra, yeah. 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 Look, I, I had heard about Snellen before she made her race course debut. Um, she hasn't run since the Chesham. She's two from two, but she did win a good barrier trial by all reports before that. And there was a bit of noise about her. Uh, she's obviously backed that up. I think she's going to be very hard to be here. Uh, I, I probably, what price is she? Oh, um, seven to two. Have it oh, up there. Three to one. Snelling. I was going to say, I was going to look for fucking value. Snelling. Yeah, I, I, I think she's going to be. I can't uh, believe it. Chasham winner. You, you'll get, you won't get a big prize in the Chasham winner. I, but she's two from two. Like she, there was a bit of noise about her after she won our barrier trial. Um, I think she could be difficult to be here. Um, Mysteries, um, she was one length off Matrika on, on our debut. Um, that, then she won a Cork Maiden. Um, she recently toured in a Group 3. Um, Vespertilio was second in that Group 3. Uh, she was two lengths ahead of Mysteries. Uh, another one I like in here, if I was going to go down the field, um, it, it's Dollarina. She was second to Andy's gone. I was going to ask for help in pronouncing this name. She was second to Yang. Andy. Uh, and, Andy's here. Yelang Yelang. Yeah, what was it? Yelang Yelang. Yelang Yelang. Um, she was second to Yelang Yelang on our debut. Uh, I think, look, I put her ahead of Mysteries and, and Vespertilio. Um, on because Vesper, I think you Lang Lang won that group three, didn't she? Yeah, she yeah. probably wasn't at her best on what she showed on debut, but yeah, she did. She went to one, yeah, she, she won that group three. But and you know, um, Dollarina was second to her on her debut in the maiden. I would expect Dollarina to finish, I'd actually expect Dollarina to follow Snellen home. I, I really like Snellen, um. I don't know whether it was because she was coming from um I was trained by Gavin Cromwell, but Gavin Cromwell trained well it's not was it Shiraz uh Sunset Shiraz in the same colours Gavin trained, who was yeah. like, knocking on the door of winning really good races enough. Yeah, point. she was placed always, in this race last year actually. Yeah, always went off at, at a really backable price. And I think mm. Snellen is, is too big here. Um 
I don't know why she's not about even money, to be honest. Uh, I'm very, very surprised. Well, three to one you have there. Mm. Um, outside of that, who else in the field? Sati, she was just touched off by Brilliant um, on her debut. I think she might appreciate further than this uh, in time. And she'd want to keep an eye on over a mile or further again. Um, but yeah, I, I think Snellen wins this and I, I think Dallarina could follow her home. Very good. I quite like uh, uh, Vespertilio, who um, was second, as you said, to Ylang Ylang. Um, and on, before that was third to the Caribbean on debut. Um, but, oh my God, if you go back and watch her debut, like I, it was a minor miracle how she was third, actually. Um, seven furlongs or six furlongs was way too short. Um, they didn't go overly quick in a small field silver flash stakes last time out. She came from dead last, was a big eye catcher again, uh, doing all her best work late um, to finish second to, I believe, Ylang Ylang, I think is the Oaks favour. She might even be the 1,000 guineas favourite right now. Um, very, very talented filly. But, um, yeah, I think her two runs... Have, have been very, very eye-catching. I know she's a maiden, but she's every bit worth the five-to-one price that she is. Um, I'm not mad on pearls and rubies. I I feel like it's very, very harsh to say on three runs, but I think when she sees daylight, she might almost think her job is done, and I wouldn't be surprised if throughout her career we see a pair of blinkers reach for her. Um, and I know that might be very, very unfair to say after three runs, but it's just what I think. Um, Snellen, I would have had favour, um, especially on her on her Royal Ascot run. I thought that I think she was in the more un, um, unpromising position at Royal Ascot, and it was her ability that got her home. Um, so I can see Deck taking her. I think she's a very, very good chance. But what I saw from Vespertilio, I I think there might have been a bit of star power there. I think Ylang Ylang is very good. I think this filly is very, very talented indeed as well. And I think 5-1 is a very fair price. So I'm going to happily go with her um, to to take this race. Um, anything else, Deck? That brings us to the end of Saturday. Um, is there anything else that you like or we, we can touch on Sunday real quick? Um, I, do you know what? I, I, I haven't looked at the rest of the cards for Saturday and Sunday. Mm. Um. But there, there is a horse running. Well, I don't know where he's going to run, right? He right. ran in, he ran in the race Kandana was meant to run in tonight, the beginner's chase. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also ran on Sunday. Look, he, he was fifth to Kandana at Downpatrick. Um, Nudridge, who was second and who was laid out to win the race that day, was second or third at Cork last week or, or the, 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 the bank holiday Monday, I think it was. Mm. Um, like, to be honest, all the races Kenan's running the farm has not been bad. Like you know, it's always worked out. What? It's always worked out. It's always been there thereabouts. Like you know, mm. he's entered again tomorrow back over hurdles. Uh, and, and look, as we said earlier, the race tonight was funny. Like you know, Willie Wampas and McKernan's horse. Uh, will you then? Is it? See you then, or will you then? Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they went off in front. Um, McKernan's horse. Uh, unseated and then there's look, obviously not with the controller and that lit Willy Wampas up and she just uh, like she, there was, 
it's, we, we spoke about what, what would keep the London count on it. It's like, you know, you'd have to be do, you'd have to be down. Like, you know, yeah. she got to fight to the line. And if there is a track you want that to happen to, it's, it's at that track. Like, you know what I mean? Because you're just torn and constantly and there's no straight for you to get tired in, get bored in or, or for them to reel you back in on. Um, but look, he, he finished, I don't know where he finished, fourth or something. But mm. beat, beat Miles. Just put a line through it. Um, he's, he, was second on Sunday um, in at Down Patrick over hurdles. He's up two pound for that. But look, if you turn him out tomorrow, he's got to have a chance. Do you know what I mean they're not turning him out for for the crack? Like so, um, as I said, the owners' badges of Tremor. Yeah, well, they had the owners' badges. How long are they staying in Tremor for? <laughs> just run them every. How long can you stay in Tremor for? Just fucking just enter my Cheltenham and run them fucking every day, like trying yeah, to get the badges. No, look, you know, he's 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 he ran last he ran last Sunday and he's ran tonight. If they turn him out, look, they can fucking take it. I know you have people going, Oh Jesus, that's cruel. Fucking not. Like do you know what I mean? He's just, yeah, the racehorse. He's running around the fucking field. Like he's a racehorse. He's bred to do it. Like, do you know what I mean? Those fellas get up and go for a run every morning and then tell you about it when they get to work. Like I was out running again this morning. Why can't the fucking horse run every day? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> if fucking Edward in the office can go out running every fucking morning and drink his protein shake at the fucking desk in front of you and tell you about his run, why can't fucking horses run every day? <laughs> drink their protein shakes. <laughs> you are? Drink their protein shakes. I'm, I'm shaking fucking cocktail mixers and he's shaking his fucking protein shake. Um, now look, if he runs tomorrow, they'll turn him out for a reason. And as I said, he he was second. I think he was only fucking chinned on the line as well. But he's gone up two pounds. But he's definitely going to have a chance back over hurdles. I actually picked him out as a danger that day. Uh, it's Harry Kelly who trains him. I actually picked him out. Oh, I think, is it Harry Kelly? No, it's not. Harry Kelly trying hard target. David uh, O'Brien. I picked him out as a danger that day. Uh, so I think he was fifth or something. But like... Candana fucking hacked up, didn't he? Five lengths. <laughs> he won by too far, right? Like fucking saying. Um, yeah, I, I think if they turn him out, turn him out for a reason. I think he has a chance. He's, he's definitely, if he doesn't win tomorrow, he's definitely worth another go in a handicap order. Awesome. Um, nothing else for me on what, we sh- on what we've kind of covered uh, this week. Uh, Curris Sunday. I don't think there's really a whole lot. Um, I only put it up just because there is a good card. You said there was a, a, a Troy. Is, is Yashin in it? Is Yashin? I will double check now as I just get rid of this ticker. Um, Yashin. So we've got a, a maiden, a nursery, a handicap, a decent enough handicap. Big gossy in it. Uh, six furlongs. Uh, decent. Not really a decent pot, but... Um, yeah, decent, a decent little uh, six furlong handicap. But most of them be getting ready for the bold lad um, on Irish Champions Weekend. You would have thought. Listed race for the two year olds. We've Alabama Edwardian, um, decent little race there. And then we've got the yeah the Ledger Trial. So we've yeah Helvic Dream who just looks a shell of what he was. Lafayette uh, didn't have much to do. Uh, White Birch in there. Um, oh, this is sorry, this is the Royal Whip Stakes. So, this is not the Ledger Roll, it's the Royal Whip Stakes. Uh, Knight to King, Pivotal Trigger, Proud and Regal, uh, Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City. I just keep thinking of uh, there's a lot of I, I keep, Derby horses yeah, there. I, I keep thinking of the Book of Mormon whenever I see Salt Lake. I'd be putting the line through White Birch's run in, mm. in the Irish Derby, like it was 
I I I know the three year olds are not I are not looking mm. all that great for me, but he, he does act the maggot at the at the start. Yeah. And I even think at the start of his races he looks lazy, but um there's a big one yeah. in White Birch. Yeah, like, I'd I agree. I I I I'd I run think... him in an arc. Yeah, well, they well, like, oh, but John will run him. Yeah. No problem running him. He'll run him. He'll probably run him in the Irish Champion Stakes. Uh, he has an entry there. I, I, I'm not sure he's an I, I would back him for the leisure and I'd back him for an arc. Um, mm. But I, I would be more keen on the arc because he'll handle the ground, mm. you know, and you have to handle the ground. My only worry in the arc would be that early pace because yeah. I think he's a lazy bastard. And like he he looked in the derby to be going as fast as he wanted early on, but he, yeah. he was being lazy, and uh, he ran on really really well. But he got himself so far back that he wasn't getting there. You yeah. know, if he was closer to them, he could have won that derby. I think he's yeah. He fell out of the stalls though, as, as you said. So but yeah, he asked the bollocks yeah. at the start, like mm. for the line through the curl run. You know, I I don't know what you do with him, but. He's gonna get older, maybe. He's, I think he'd make a really good four-year-old. Um, yeah, he's, he's I, I stronger, more mature. Very underrated horse, but I would, mm. I'd run him in an arc, and I'd back him for an arc because he's gonna handle the ground, and that's that's half important. the battle. Yeah, yeah, half the battle, and uh, he's very underrated. Mm. Very oh. underrated. Like he was toward in the derby, and he was fucking beat at the beginning. Like, yeah, no, he ran a blinder. Uh, Lumiere Rock was the one I thought would like she she led well inside the final furlong with the Irish Oaks after trying to make all the running um, and she was a good second um, in the Ribblesdale at Royal Ascot if she got out in the front end in the Royal Whip with her 8 stone 13 back down to 10 furlongs I think she'd take a lot of beating for Joseph O'Ryan um, then you've got the Irish Ledger trial um, I can't see Elder Elder of running um He's the most. He's the standout entry. It'd be very interesting. I know um, Roger Varian has, has expressed interest in running him in the Irish Ledger. It's very much the obvious race for him. I don't see why you wouldn't run him in it, especially you're going to have the returning Kiprios there. But um, look, he, he, we don't know how Kiprios has been on the all inclusive now for the last eight months or so. So we'll, we'll see how how he's looking. Um, no Yashin deck, unfortunately. Um, we do have Waltham, a uh, very, very interesting three-year-old by Roaring Lion, uh, Jub Montors, if you haven't seen him. He's won two races at Leopardstown. He was very impressive um, last time out in a rated race. Um, rare you see Jerry Lyons with a stare. I know he he, he has won the uh, Ebor with Mustajib, but um, very rare you get one that he hasn't inherited from another he trainer. He for two years, though, didn't he? Or... Yeah, yeah, but yeah but he, he was running behind Minding in Group 1s and then just sent them back to the Ebor. The best way to handicap a horse, um, and I'll die on that hill. Um, yeah, uh, the the interesting runner is Elder Alderov, but I, I can't see him taking up his entry. Oh. Yabir is in there as well with a new with a new owner. Um, he's in the Rabbit Bloodstock colours. Um, good winner at Sandown over two miles last time out. He'd be an interesting runner too. Um, not a bad not a bad looking race. Um, and then there's a handicap to round off the card, or a couple of handicaps to round off the card. Uh, last race we'll touch on really, really quickly before we go um, will be the pre-morning um, group one over in France. Uh, this looks like a, a very, very uh, strong uh, strong enough race. We do have the uh, Coventry winner, who I was starting to worry where he was as he didn't run in the Phoenix Stakes. They went with Unquestionable instead. 
Aiden and, and the gang. But River Tiber does return here. Um, I was only saying earlier in the show that the Coventry Stakes looks like strong form this year. Um, we haven't seen River Tiber since he won the Coventry. So it's been two months uh, since that. Uh, he has he, had a few days off. He has, yeah. Army Ethos. He beat Army Ethos by a neck, who I also don't think has been seen, um, f- unfortunately. So the, the first two home in the Coventry. Buecanero Fuerte has subsequently won the Railway and the Phoenix. Hatem back in fifth has been stuffed by City of Troy, but has won the Vintage at Goodwood, uh, Group 2. Um, so there has been a good few winners. I think Spanish Phoenix, the eighth um no he didn't he didn't run he didn't do anything at all um but yeah no there's the, the form is looking strong and for the first time the coventry first time in quite a while actually the coventry is looking like a decent race um aiden o'brien has a lot of runners in here i think where we don't quite have decks yet uh johannes brahms who again hasn't been seen since royal Ascot, uh finished second to the malcolm winner big eves in the uh windsor castle stakes um son of Sayuni looks quite good too uh edwardian uh quite a decent looking maiden winner at nice uh when last seen this doesn't look like a bad race at all uh van deek as well the the uh goodwood winner uh, he won the richmond at goodwood uh very very well back to do so after winning a nottingham maiden um and then obviously the Norfolk winner, the 150 to one Norfolk winner, Valiant Force uh, in there too, Elite Status and Just War. Um, it, it could be a very strong race. It probably, you could make an argument, it could be possibly deeper than the Phoenix. Um, the only thing is, I, I would say is, mm-hmm. Deauville, I have no time for Deauville Farm. Absolutely <laughs> none. French races are run strange they're different you can i think you can always forgive a horse particularly on his first race or yeah. horse race in france but on a straight track in france yeah. it's even fucking weirder i have no time for deville farm i mm. hate having a bet at deville sometimes i will but i just we all will we all will i just have i've no time for the farm there mm. um i will forgive horses all day long runs at, at the yeah. Unbelievably, there's only two French entries. Uh, yeah, Sag- even they know it's a fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> Sajir, who was beaten by elite status, and um, a very, very impressive Justify Philly, uh, Ramatel, who beat His Majesty. Look, the form isn't overly strong. Uh, was a Group 2 winner over uh, six furlongs in the pre-Robert Papan, five-length winner. Um, so very, very fast, talented Philly. And it mightn't be a surprise. She could end up at the head of the market. But it's, um, it's like, it, I think it's easier. It's easier to get to Deauville from Britain than it is from Chantilly, where a lot of Chantilly is like your new market or the Cura of, of yeah. France. It's yeah. easier to get there from from Britain. Mm. Like, even if you have to fly there, like, because I looked at going to Deauville, I, I, although I fucking, I hate the form of the place, I'd like to go you know, um, experience a beachside town. It It's a, you know, full of horses. I, I'd like to go. Horses like, everywhere. You yeah. to fly, still have to fly to fucking Paris or fly to Beauvais and then you have to fucking drive there. Like, yeah, it's a long mean, way. Yeah. It's closer to Britain than to Paris, like, you know, so, mm. but the, like, some French trainers are basically 
they're almost uh, some British friends, they're, they're basically basing themselves in Dublin. yeah yeah Amy like Murphy uh, David Minutier, um yeah uh, George Baker oh, is it George Baker um, what's your yeah. woman's name uh, yeah, yeah Amy Murphy yeah yeah, no, a couple, a couple of them. Like the, Eve the, Johnson Houghton goes over quite a bit too. Yeah, you know, George Bowie's over there all the time, isn't he? Yeah. Like, and, and I don't think, I, I don't think the French support her all that well, and that's why it's an easy place to pick up prize money. I think. Yeah. And like, many times that we look through the farm and you see British trained horses who've won a group two, and you're giving them no fucking chance. <laughs> and I think it's very hard to win in France. Like when you go to. Like Arc Day, for example, it's so hard to win on Arc Day, in my opinion. You know, I think it's very difficult to win in France on the big days. But at Deauville, it just seems to be easy to pick up these prizes, uh, all these, these big prizes. Um, sorry, yeah, yeah I'll speak for 30 seconds, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not speak for 30 seconds. Andy's going to the Jacks. So, yeah, now, look, Deauville does look like a lovely place. Uh, I have looked at going there, but it does turn me off. You got to Paris, and you, you have that big long drive. Um, well, look, that's sort of seaside town. I just think you know, and, and British trainers have been really, really clever about campaigning the horses there. And maybe we should be looking at, um, you know, we, we should trainers in Ireland and Britain should be looking at campaigning our horses more in France because the prize money is there. And I think on the flat you can actually run on handicaps. I remember being in Paris. We we drink in this bar in a place called Evrois Parade. Um, it's actually not far from Longchamp, but it's an Arab bar and nobody speaks English in there. But when we arrive, they get no tourists, so they think we're great. We, we actually drink there all the time. And they were telling us, you know, they were trying to point out to us, it, it's a bar with a PMU in it. And they were like, no, trying to tell us it's an Irish horse running. And I was going, these lads, fucking Irish horse running at Compiègne. Like, are you fucking winding me up? And they were like, no, 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 there's an Irish horse running. And I was like, he's probably fucking bred in Ireland. Should it all bred in Ireland? Probably just had fucking IRL after its name. No, I looked at it. Fucking William McCreary had a horse on a fucking Wednesday or something at, um, at Compiègne. But like, it, it's something that, you know, British trainers are latching onto it. Like, someone who even over jumps, like, uh, isn't Sophie Leach? She's running a horses at, um, the place down at Nice. What's it called? Should have on me own here. Uh, nobody even to help me out. We were in the comments. What's the place down at Nice? Um, I don't know. But they're running jump horses down there now. Um, it's something we could tag them out. I've obviously latched on to Deauville. Um, and maybe fucking racing in Britain's going to get a kick up the hole after that. Like, do you know what I mean? We're going to have to put on more prize money because our trainers are going away and they're going to run their better horses in France. And then I heard he is. Thank fucking Jesus. I thought you'd never come back. still talking about better horses in France. I was about to go to the Vichy. Well, I'm sorry. No, I was actually, sorry. As unprofessional as it sounds, I was about to piss my pants there. Uh, that's that's the problem when Chris and Steve don't show up. You can't just dip I know, when, You know, when it's the old fucking regulars all the time. That's what I said. I hope the fucking white boy is good to me. Because if it's not, Andy be talking to himself. <laughs> that's it um i'm sure you're done with the pre-morning deck I, I don't know if what i was what is at the jacks there if you gave a selection for the pre-morning or if you have one but a river tiber in my opinion is the one to be the coventry farms looking strong look uh, river tiber looks like the one but i'm not a hypocrite mm -hmm. um although sometimes i probably am 
But I like I stand by what I said earlier. I'm not sure Aiden's two year olds are all that, or there's just nothing else around. And and maybe as you you mentioned the couple of French horses earlier, or the one that beat um the one that won the two year old race. Yeah. Like maybe the good horses are hidden over there, and we're just not appreciating them yet. So I I'm not overly sure. But you there's only two French entries in this in race. Yeah, it's a bit embarrassing actually. Yeah. Uh, but they don't give a bollocks about Deville. They do not give a fuck. <laughs> it's too far away. That way for Longchamp. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's it's it must be too far away. But what what is Deville? It's like a month and a half long festival, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's very long. Every Sunday, there was a group one every Sunday for like there's like a six week period or five week period. There's group one on every Sunday. It's funny how they do that, and then they go back to Longchamp. They back to Longchamp. Have, then you have your like Longchamp for. Yeah, a month or something like you know. Mm. Um, I look. I, I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't look at the race. I just know that the Jean Roman Pratt is on, and the noise is in there. Ah, the noise. The return of the noise. Yeah, she. Um, yeah, went on to. Yeah, actually, didn't even like. I was only interested in the the uh, morning. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know how do you like misc the seven how do you get an m and a q followed by an s like how is that even possible i don't know some of those letters aren't even the irish language <laughs> yeah so you only philly she won by a snack against light yeah. life in motion snack on very uh, soft ground snack on sorry soft ground you do like, the, 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 the french are great aren't they the french yeah. are great there, there's there's a horse in there called valpiacella and i'm actually drinking a valpiacella tonight so um there you oh, go. Like, have your bollocks on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's fifteen percent as well. Oh boy, yeah, ten furlongs. So yeah, above the curve. Um, Joseph, I, I, I'm v, via Sestina. Um, Do you know, no, I sorry, I will mention yeah, one. I, I was a big fan of her last year when she was a three year old. Johnny Miller mm-hmm. debut as a three year old. I think one for Bobby. One for Bobby. Yeah, yeah. With Huey Morrison with now. Still mm. with the same owners, but with Huey Morrison now. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I think she's a really, really likable. Philly. Yeah, and um, you know where she won her group three last time though? Nice. No, Vici. Oh, oh she won a Vici. No, but she I think she won a race at, at Nice last year. Or maybe yeah. she chased home. What's what's uh Joseph had a horse that was a good yardstick in the double green. Um a, a flat Philly. Uh Sai Sai. Yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah. ran in that race. Um, Yaxeni won it. That was at the end of the season. Uh, the blue belt. Yeah. She was the blue belt. Uh, very... I was actually on the way to Primal's Graham that night and I stopped into a boozer to watch it. <laughs> for one for Bobby. <laughs> there he goes. Yeah, well, back her. She's on the way to see Bobby. She wouldn't be without a chance. She wouldn't be without a chance. Um, yeah, I think that brings us to the end of the show. Unless you have a best bet. you have any best bets? Who, who's your ah, look, for the weekend? No, the only other one outside the race for Coven was Roman Parrish, who's possibly running tomorrow but ran tonight and ran last Sunday if he does run tomorrow um, you, you'd have to give him some consideration especially back over hurdles is up mm. two pounds but as I said Kyundana's farm has always been worth following hard target actually who was second at Killarney mm. to him um, he ran tonight and I think he was the best horse in the race but he was wide the whole way finished second uh, when I come up the inside and when that happens at Tremor you're usually going to get B, so um, that poor cunt's probably going to get fucked again. He went up three pounds for um, Kiondana beating him, and he might get another pound or two for tonight. Um, sorry, oh, well, 
What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? I mean, we, we wait long enough for our win. You win some, you lose them. Uh, I've actually very few this weekend. I, I really fancy Jumby. I think he's going to be very hard to be um, in, in the Hungerford. Um, like I, he won the race last year. Uh, the proper seven furlong horses be gone for the bigger pot of York in a few days' time. Um, I yeah, I just think he'd be, he'd be very difficult to be. Um, Aiden oh, O'Brien, yeah, he's up as my nap. Yeah, um, look, Aiden O'Brien is actually uh trolling you, but he actually has a horse called Shanti uh making its debut uh on, on Saturday. Uh, so Aiden must like it. Uh, with London City out of winter, look at that. You always love looking at the pedigrees. Um, yeah, no, very, very, uh, you know, probably an informative card at the current on Saturday, which I'll be probably having a close look at that than actually punting. Um, yeah, but no, for me, I think Jumbie is going to be pretty much my only bet of the weekend, um, to be honest now. So, uh, yeah, with that, though, we, we kind of come to the end. Uh, Deck, I very much appreciate you. Uh, yeah, cheers. Uh, look, I mean, at the wedding in Athlone, if anyone's from Athlone, Holler at me, home oh, stage. Bit of crack as long as that's if you're not getting in a fight with the uncles. Nah, no, here I'm too long of the day would be going near the uncles. But I know <laughs> knows better. I, I, I know, I know. There's the the bride's cousin is gonna have the new fella, good looking lad, and he's gonna try and make an impression. The two uncles are gonna absolutely boot him. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very good. Well, that's all we got time for, lads. Very much appreciate it. And Here's until next family. week. Corny's yeah. been fucking flat out. I've been chatting to him all night, Derek. I, 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 I know he has the butcher's apron as his uh, profile picture on on Twitter, but we'll uh, we we'll forgive that because he's actually a good lad. He's a good lad. Big supporter, and we do appreciate that. Yeah, and don't forget he's to like your friends, and your family, share. and your pet. And Beautiful. if you're at a wedding, I'll be telling everyone at the wedding. Don't worry. Watch We're the on the po- me and Andy are on the podcast with two English guys who never fucking turn never up. Never show up. You know, Chris never. in the comments now giving fucking naps for Cork. Oh, he has actually. But, uh, no, no. but we're not going to fuck. No, no, no. no, no, no give it to him. the fucking screen. Oh, he has to Wait, come there, on. Van, but, oh, yeah, he has to come on. He has to come on. <laughs> he has to come on. Oh, right. Sorry. It's probably fucking. If Chris is napping it, it's one to two anyway. <laughs> and one oh, last big. time out. Very good. Right. Well, all the best, lads. Until next week when we're covering York. Very oh, good. Oh, we might back on Monday. York. Yeah, right? Ebor. We might come back on Monday. Might do a little Twitter Actually, thing. Actually, Monday off work. It's a two-day wedding. I'd probably be in the pool. Yeah. Well, we have the yeah. Judmont, uh, Great Voltager, uh, Yorkshire Cup, uh, Yorkshire Oaks, and Ebor. So and very, very good weeks. Yeah. yeah, and the city of York, another seven furlong group too, just in case. Lovely. So can't yeah, can't Kinross wait. Gonna win that Deadly. Yeah, he probably will. Yeah, Ken Rossi Bear's on. Um, but until then guys you'll just have to wait but thank you very much don't forget to like subscribe share comment do all the good stuff um, and until next week guys cheers take Thanks. it easy bye bye